Welcome to Bold Talk Radio with your host, Pat Williams. Good evening, everyone. All right, so this is part four of The Friend Zone and Why You Must Kill It. This is our podcast, our first podcast series. We will be doing other series, and some series won't be as long. Some will be maybe longer, some will be shorter. But uh, breaking this one here and taking my time, those are different aspects of it. Uh, so hopefully, you've enjoyed the first three parts. Um, not sure how many parts this will actually wind up being, to be completely honest, because I want to get through each and every step of it. And like I said, prior to and not to be redundant, but want to kind of get right on into it and uh, not bore you guys. So let's go. Part four. We ended off in the last segment in part three, discussing the platonic one versus the infatuated one. Now, what I was saying was about in the more traditional setting of the friend zone, where you have the one who's just keeping it, trying to keep it purely platonic versus the one who's infatuated, who wants to take it to the next level. I ended that saying that one of these guys, either of these guys or both of these guys have got to come to a realization quick, fast, in a hurry that they have to destroy the friendship because there cannot be any more friendship at that point. Once the infatuated one makes their intention known that they are crushing hard on the platonic one, it's going to totally jack up the whole relationship, the whole friendship. It's the friendship can never, ever, 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 ever go back to being the same. I'm going to tell you guys a true story. And this is the truth. Uh, I had a good friend of mine and he came to me and uh, he asked me just for some advice about a situation where he was in a friendship uh, with, with a young lady. He liked her. And he asked me of all people, <laughs> I guess God must have known I was the person who could speak on it to him. Uh, but he wanted to know what should he do? Uh, you know, should he make his intentions known that he lo- you know, likes this young lady? That's a good friend of his and so on and so forth. And the same advice I gave him is what I'm saying to you guys now. I says, listen, you must understand the moment. And, and I told him, I said, look, go for it. Because here's the deal. Here's the deal about the friend zone. You can never know what it can lead to unless you take a shot. Now, that's what I speak to the infatuated one. That's tr- that's truly the advice to the infatuated one. If you like somebody, if you feel infatuated, if you'd like to get to know them on a deeper or on a more romantic level, you have to make that known because number one, it'll eat you up on the inside. Like I said, it'll drive you to stark madness. So you have to come on out and reveal that to your your this this love interest that you have in your fixated in your mind or in your heart you have to let this person know if for nothing else it puts all the cards on the table and it just gets it off your chest you can now at least breathe a little bit better because here's the thing and here's the trick to it sometimes you never know if the platonic one is secretly Okay, secretively also vibing on you and also an infatuated one. And see, there's many variations to this. So the cards can flip any type of way. I mean, it's like Texas, was it no hold'em? 
uh, poker. It's like the, 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 it can just switch any at any given moment. So you have to come out if you're the infatuated one and let the platonic one know, hey, I like you. I'm digging on you. Is there a shot? You, you have to do that because the, there is an upswing to it. The upswing is they could also be feeling like you. And if that's the case, then boom, you got something real special. Hey, you know, light the candles, pour a glass of Prosecco. You're in there. I mean, you in there like you in it to win it. You in like Flynn. Awesome. But life doesn't always work that perfectly. So what I shared with my friend is what I'm sharing with you guys tonight is you have to be prepared for it to break any which way. If you're the infatuated one, you have to be prepared to understand the moment you make your intentions, your uh, heart known to the platonic one, it may stomp your heart. It may break your heart. The platonic one, sure, on the upswing may say, hey, I'm feeling like that about you. And hey, let's let's give it a go. But then they could also say, ah, uh, not feeling that way about you. Sorry, kid. Sorry, Charlie. Silly wabbit tricks are for kids. They can pull that kind of move on you. And if they do, then wow, you've just gotten your heart. Your heart has just hit rock bottom, right? It just dropped to the bottom of your toes, not even your stomach. It just busts right through your stomach down to your toes. So at that point, you've got to be really ready to deal with a high level of rejection. Because see, the funny thing about rejection is this. It's one thing if you're getting rejected by a person that you don't really know, like a stranger or somebody at the club or somebody at the bar or somebody at church and you know or somebody on the street. It's one or somebody on the job. It's one thing or somebody in school. It's one thing to get rejected by a person where the stakes aren't so high. But it's a whole other ball game to face rejection by a person who otherwise have shown you that they like you. And this is why this is exactly why the friend zone is so hellish. And this is the reason why you have to understand one way or another, you're, you cannot leave it unscathed. Neither party is going to leave it unscathed. One of you, both of you, you guys have got to kill it off. Somebody's got to rise to the occasion. Somebody's got to man up a woman up and kill off that friendship. Because at the end of the day, you almost have to assume that it's going to break not in your favor. It's If you're the infatuated one, you've got to assume it's going to break against you. It's not going to break for you. And if you come, go into it with that mindset, then you're somewhat prepared and, you know, kind of gussied up enough moral, I'm, I'm sorry, enough, enough emotional uh, uh, and intestinal fortitude to be able to handle what that rejection is going to feel like. So keep that in mind. So that's the thing about the friend zone is that the infatuated one has so much more to lose. So this is the person that has to be the most prepared, most prepared to kill it off. I would only tell the platonic one, kill it off. Here's why I would say the responsibility falls into the lap of the platonic one. It falls into your lap. If you're the person who's just want to keep it strictly friends and this other person, the infatuated one has come to you and said, Hey, look, I want, want more than just friends. The platonic one has to be strong enough just for the sake of the infatuated one to kill it off, but also for their own sake. Because once, once that person makes it known, you can never go back to a normal friendship. And that's what I shared with my friend. I said, be prepared. It's never going to go back. 
to being what it was before. Whether that breaks in your favor, which if it doesn't go back to that, then it's going to go into this beautiful blossomed love affair, which is great. And a lot of great love affairs and great marriages actually start out that way, where both people really started out as platonic friends and they both kind of found, found out through osmosis or one of them, you know, making it plain that, wow, I'm digging on you. And the other one was secretively kind of digging. So that's, that's what we all hope for, right? Those, that's the stuff that dreams are made of. But you have to understand that if you're the infatuated one, it may not work out that way for you. But for the one who's the platonic one, you, you're, you are responsible for killing it off, not just as a mercy killing, but also for your own, uh, uh, mental health and and self-value because what's going to happen is if you feel that you can maintain the friendship it's going to put a huge awkwardness between you and that person so even for the platonic one you're never going to get a true friend out of that again because once that friend has said I'm I'm liking you in this type of way it's always going to be in your mind and you best believe it's always also going to be always in their mind so again one of you guys got to kill it off. Now, in the next segment, in part five, I'm going to start getting down into the real crux of how things can break bad, how things can break good, and the results of why you don't want to keep the friendship, but also why people think that they can and want to keep the friendship, which is a no-no. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to Bold Talk Radio tonight. It is true. I am your host, Pat Williams. Thank you for listening.